thank you, children, for sharing your presence with us, uh, from the sparkly uh, to the uh, highly literate. My wife gave me a present this morning. She's bought me a jumper. And on the jumper, it has a tag that says, Weird Fish. I am still trying to work out whether this is an indicator of the manufacturer or whether it's an indicator that it's for me. <laughs> uh, the video we saw uh, a few minutes ago, uh, by the way, uh, children, feel free to just scamper around. I know that you have lots of energy and excitement that's building up and all I'd say is if you possibly can, try to hold it in for that moment when your parents are carving the turkey <laughs> or, or the nut roast. So the, so the video we saw a few moments ago it is part of the film, as Sarah said, of the Muppets Christmas Carol. And of course that's based on Charles Dickens' book, A Christmas Carol. And it works off the premise that all you really need is mummy. It works off the premise that you can improve any classic story by acting it out with Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. Perhaps Mr Dickens missed a trick there. It tells the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, a man lost in the chains of greed, who says, bah, humbug, to Christmas, and is headed for disaster. He's visited by three ghosts, Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. He responds to their message and is rescued, and to use an old-fashioned word, redeemed. And the song that we heard from the ghost of Christmas present there sums up Christmas as it should be and as it can be. It is the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true, wherever you find love. It feels like Christmas. And at the heart of our celebrations, the presents, the laughter, the food, the mittens made by your mother, the silly games, the terrible jokes from Uncle Rupert. <laughs> it, I tell you what, I've been running an alpha course, uh, which is an introductory course to Christianity, with Rupert for the last two or three months. And I've had to put up with his jokes every week and he sent me a Christmas card which I can only presume is a form of apology <laughs> but regardless of that uh, the essence of Christmas is love love given love received and love returned and of course not all our situations always reflect that for whatever reason but today here together in Emmanuel we can all catch a glimpse uh, especially after our enforced absence last December. We are together. We rejoice with singing, with the choir, uh, getting warmed, well, by the church boilers. Um, it feels like coming home. Uh, indeed, maybe you have literally come home uh, for Christmas, across the miles, or if you are especially brave with airports at the moment, across the air miles. Welcome home to Christmas. But in the Christmas story, no one is actually at home. The shepherds, 
have come a mile or two from the fields where they were living. Mary and Joseph have travelled 80 miles or so from their hometown of Nazareth. The wise men who feature elsewhere have, in the words of the carol, traversed afar, hundreds, possibly thousands of miles. And the baby lying in the manger has travelled furthest of all from home. He has come from the very throne room of God, from outside of time and space. The heart that was filled with such love that it overflowed into the creation of the universe now beats 120 times per minute. The hands that flung stars into space now wave gently at mum. Incredibly, astonishingly, to quote an old hymn, our God incomprehensibly made man. That's exactly what he said on Christmas morning. He has moved into the neighbourhood and set up home among us. Now, why on earth do that? What is so important that this startling turn of events is required? And the answer is again, love given. Look at verse 11. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. A saviour has been born. A saviour from what? Uh, A year or two, my son got lost while we were out on a walk. It was an uncomfortable and distressing time for him. Uh, Mercifully, he was found and all was well. He may even forgive me sometime. Uh, But there is a kind of restless spiritual longing, a sense of why am I here, where am I going, what is this for, that seems to be something we cannot avoid when we are human beings. Whatever your background or personality type, uh, a sense that despite all of our plans and discoveries and choices and gifts, something is missing, that human beings somehow are not fully at home in this world, somehow lost. And when Jesus is born and makes his home among us, it is an invitation. Come home. Come home to the God who made you. Come home to his mercy and his forgiveness and his light and his joy and his wholeness of life and his favour. Come home. Take hold of his hand, which is now and always will be for all time and beyond a human hand. A familiar and graspable hand like that of a parent or a friend. So, a saviour. But also notice the other words. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. So when the angels say, in the town of David, they are referring to a king and to events from a thousand years before the shepherds. To old familiar stories for the shepherds as impossibly remote to them as they are to us. And yet the angels say to them, today to you, 
Today, shepherds, the Saviour is born. Today, God's promised one has come. Today, the God you have only read about and heard stories about is interrupting your life. It is immediate and unexpected. And perhaps today, the old familiar Christmas story speaks unexpectedly to you. Today, a saviour for you. The invitation is not just for shepherds, it is for old men and young women, for widows and marrieds, for carpenters and priests, for adults and children. For everyone here, today, a saviour for you. How then to react to that love given? Let me give you two ideas. Uh, the first is perhaps for those who have already received and responded to that love, perhaps a long time ago. You already sit with the shepherds and the manger, gazing in wonder and adoration. For you, words from those profound theologians, the Muppets. It is, I've always wanted to say from the Muppets, it is the season of the Spirit. The message, if we hear it, is make it last all year. Or if you prefer the original Dickens, I will honour Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. The heart of it all throughout the year is not us giving of ourselves, it is a saviour given to us. And everything we do for him springs from that. It is easy to forget, but transforming to remember. The second idea is for those of you who perhaps the scene of the manger is familiar, but you see it from the door. You see the light, you sense the love, but for whatever reason, you do not sit at the manger in adoration and praise. For you, a brief poem from someone who was a poet in the last century, T.S. Eliot. We shall not cease from exploration, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. Perhaps today is time to stop exploring. It's to step inside the stable and to come home. Not because this is comforting, nor because it is familiar, but because it is true. The response can be as simple as saying to him, thank you, yes please, here I am. Uh, if that's you, or if in fact the whole scene is entirely new to you, uh, can I commend these uh, small white booklets? They're on the uh, wooden tables on that side and that side at the back. They're called Why Christmas? And they explain a bit more of what it is to respond to this good news, and they're free. Uh, and it is good news. Let me finish uh, by reading you uh, the whole of what the angels say. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. We're quite short on good news at the moment, but the angels bring good news. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, has been born to you a saviour. He is Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas. <laughs>